Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Wednesday morning. So the Kansas City Chiefs head west before they get a well-deserved and much-needed by Chiefs 49ers, 325 start Sunday. What are the odds in the game. Interestingly enough, they're a lot less than what I thought they would be. The Chiefs are favored. I knew they'd be that, but it's only by a point and a half. Like, what is this? Over San Francisco? The 49ers aren't that good. Well, the 49ers aren't bad. That's the key right here. Garoppolo is back at quarterback, and he apparently has regained his mojo, except for last week when Atlanta beat them 28-14. But it's a team that's 3-3, three and three, and Kyle Shanahan has, has his team playing fairly well. They'll be pointed for the Chiefs. There's no question about that, and the crowd will be too. Levi Stadium, Santa Clara. They don't they don't play in San Francisco anymore. They play in Santa Clara, but they call themselves the San Francisco 49ers. But over and above all that, it's a one and a half point favorite for the my for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and rightfully so, but I would uh, I would play that game and put a few chocolate chips on Kansas City. Well, it's uh, it's a tough a tough loss to lose to a team like the Bills at home, but I feel like this team is resilient. It's got a lot of young guys, and it's going to be a learning year for some of these rookies and some of the young players. And hopefully, we can right the ship in San Francisco Keep on Sunday. Keep in mind also that the Bills aren't chopped liver. They are the number one team, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. In the NFL, rated number one, may not end up that way, but boy, they showed me something. They've got a lot of strength. They do, um, and it was a battle back and forth, and again, that game on Sunday with the Chiefs and Bills came down to minutes, so, you know, it's it's tough when you lose those, but we've been on the other side of that coin against them many times before, and in more crucial situations, but yes, let's talk about the NFL power rankings, Ned. Um, depending on where you look, Chiefs are in third still. They are, and they're pretty much a, a universal third. There's so many of these systems that have the power rankings. The NFL has their own, but the folks at the four-letter network have one, and Athlon has one, and they're, they're, they're just all over. Anyway, the Chiefs are pretty much third in all of them. There is, there is a battle for number one. You would think undefeated Philadelphia would be number one, and they are in some of them. But the <laughs> Buffalo Bills yeah, have they regained that. Yeah. They're number one, and yet they have a loss on their record. Well, that's all, I think, dependent on the level of play that they've had. Buffalo hasn't hasn't played anywhere near as easy a schedule as Philadelphia Yeah, I was going to say, who are the Eagles you, you take a look at what Philadelphia has and what they have remaining. Oh, boy. And, and this will jinx my green and white, but that's a piece of cake. They should walk through this thing and get, I'm going to guess, maybe one loss somewhere along the line. Really? Hey, At this point in the season, you're going to say they got one loss they're ahead? They're playing nobody. They're playing nobody. Have the Washington Commanders What was their again. record last year? Well, they, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, they yeah, fell yeah. a little bit short of the playoffs. So they were right, right around 500. Okay, okay. And the Philadelphians love Sirianni, the coach. Sirianni's wife is from Springfield, mm-hmm. Glendale. You know, he comes out here every so often. He is a firebrand. And he has them playing good football against mediocre competition. Now, they still have to go on the road to Dallas, and they still have to go on the road to the New York Giants and play them twice. The Giants aren't bad. But in regards to the overall strength, you've got an occasional matchup with the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars and people like this. So, you know, it's, it's really, in NFL terms, a relatively easy schedule. 
they should have a pretty doggone good record at the end of the year. Well, it's almost as if, uh, you know, when you're in the NFC East and that's your competition in the division, it's going to make life a lot easier for you. We definitely got to go through that being in the uh, NL Central this year in baseball. So It's New York, it, Dallas, it, and Washington, yeah. and that's it, and they're all beatable. Yeah, definitely. Easy, easy, easy. But, hey, you know what? What am I talking about? The Chiefs lost to the Colts. All right, the <laughs> NBA season opened last night. Two pretty good matchups, but uh, definitely uh, decide, decided victories for the winners. Well, these were the two marquee matchups that the NFL, or NFL, the NBA wanted to have on because they were nationally televised. Philadelphia-Boston, which is a great rivalry, and the Boston Celtics, even though they're playing for an interim coach, their head coach, not going to get into all that, has been suspended for a year for dalliances with the female of the species. Okay, over and above that, but we'll leave that alone. They have an interim coach, and they do beat the Philadelphia 76ers, who were thought to be pretty good. All right, that's one. Boston Celtics get an opening win, and the reigning champion Golden State Warriors get a win. They are good. That's a nice ball club. Beat the Los Angeles Lakers. So uh, we're underway. Now the rest of the teams are are, uh, getting underway. National Hockey League's already underway. So we have plenty of action going on. And we have baseball, which we're going to talk about. Missouri Valley women's preseason basketball rankings are out. Man, I can't believe basketball is already back. <laughs> Lady Bears, where are they at? Mid-level. Really? Yeah, you don't see this with the Lady Bears very often, that they're rated in sixth place in the Missouri Valley Conference in the preseason poll. Now, preseason polls are subjective. It doesn't really mean anything. But I'm a little bit surprised because the Lady Bears have such a such a history in Valley and in prior conferences before that, and they are a two-time Final Four team. But evidently, the change to coaches, Beth Cunningham is the new coach now, and uh, evidently the people around the Missouri Valley, the other coaches and the SIDs and other officials don't seem to think that this team, which lost a lot of players from their previous ball club, is going to be all that competitive. So you ask, well, who's number one if the Lady Bears aren't? How about a newcomer, Belmont? Belmont out of Nashville, Tennessee, folks, was an NCAA tournament team last year, and their women's team is very, very good. They are rated number one, Illinois State is second, and the Lady Bears are picked for sixth. But that's the preseason poll. Let's put it on the court and start playing basketball and see what happens. Yeah, that's uh, that's where you really find out where they're going to be ranked. Um, any other uh uh, headline college football games I should be checking out on Saturday. There are, but it's not at the not at the Alabama Tennessee level. Yeah, that it was, sucks. God, that game was probably however, the best game there, of the season. There will be one coming up next week. Uh, no, I'm wrong on that. Two weeks when the Tennessee and Georgia. That'll be a great game. Should be still some pretty good ones. Ole Miss. Ole Miss is really good, folks, and they're playing at LSU. Ole Miss is a big favorite, nationally ranked. LSU is not nationally ranked, but playing. In Baton Rouge and Death Valley, boy, that can be awfully tough. Mississippi-LSU is a great, great rivalry. Texas and Oklahoma State playing down in Stillwater, a big game. We mentioned Alabama. They are hosting Mississippi State in Tuscaloosa. And Mississippi State with Coach Leach, they're squirrelier than heck. They can they can go in there and raise all sorts of problems. I don't think that'll happen. Alabama's still an awfully good team. And then your guys. Your guys have a really, really big game. Kansas State is playing TCU down at Amon Carter Stadium in Fort Worth. And folks, Texas Christian has a fine ball club. 
but so does Kansas State. That'll be a biggie. And, of course, here locally, the Bears are back in action. They're not here. They're in Cedar Falls, Iowa. But after a week off, the Bears go on the road, take on Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa is not as good as they've been in the past. It's a game the Bears can win but they have to play some solid football to do it. Yeah, and hopefully they can get the dub. Hopefully my Wildcats can get the dub against TCU. Those guys are dogs in the Big 12. (laughs) They are, and they always seem to have our number. And if you're a Wildcat fan, you know what I'm talking about. But hopefully the the K-State guys have been really good on the road this year, it seems. So we'll see. We will we'll see. Kansas State's good. Hell yeah, they are. We'll see. Team. As long as everything's firing and they're not hurting themselves, we should be all right. Um, all right, uh, baseball playoffs. Uh, I know Joe's happy. His Yankees are going to the championship series. They got some big home runs, and of course, it was the the big guys, Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge, who hit the home runs along with Anthony Rizzo. And the New York Yankees were winners over the Cleveland Guardians 5-1. to one. That, Of course, the Yankees don't get a day off. They have to be in Houston tonight to play the Astros in the beginning of the American League Championship Series. They did get Monday night off because it was rained out. Okay, Yankees in Houston, that's a very good best-of-seven American League Championship Series. The National League Championship Series opened last night. Petco Park in San Diego. Big crowd, raucous crowd, and Philadelphia shut them down. Some tremendous pitching from Zach Wheeler and two relievers. Wheeler went seven innings. The relievers came in, finished up, and the Padres collected exactly one hit. This is a one-hitter, folks, and Philadelphia won it two to nothing, and they won it on two home runs. Of course, Bryce Harper always hits home runs, so he was one of them. And the other was the major league leader in home runs, Kyle Schwarber. He hit one, and that was it. That's the margin of victory, 2-0 Philadelphia. Philadelphia almost blew it in the ninth inning when the third baseman ruined a double play by throwing wide of second base, and the fans are really raising all sorts of ruckus there, but didn't turn out. Philadelphia's pitching shut him down, so the Phillies lead that series one game to none. They will play again later this afternoon. Really, really good baseball. The winners, of course, go to the World Series. Uh, two things. One, I'm surprised you didn't wear your Phillies jersey. <laughs> and two, how are the Phillies fans traveling west? They got pretty good representation out there. I would say it's fair. It's fair. That's, I mean, I mean, getting getting tickets to the championship series is tough in, in a tough sell, especially when you're in the away team. But I was just curious to see if you saw any Phillies jerseys out there. Even even tougher because these are two relatively new teams in the playoffs. Had it been the Dodgers, well, you know, the fans are uh, fairly, how can I say it? In Los Angeles, they're laid back. They'll buy their tickets, but then they don't do it till late. So Philadelphia would have had a chance of getting a lot of fans there. But San Diego down the road, this is relatively new to them. First time in many years that they've been in the playoffs. So everybody's buying as many tickets as available. Of course, Major League Baseball, as the NFL does, has to put a certain number aside for the visiting teams. That's that's a guarantee you do that. But no, more San Diego, as it will be more Philadelphia when they play there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, it's exciting, always is. Ned, you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you tomorrow.